Alrighty, what is going on, everybody? My name is Josh. Welcome to the Barca Blogranas podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week. Uh, I'm personally having a great week, uh, for those of you that care or, or don't care, frankly, just whatever. Uh, it's the week before Christmas, uh, which in the United States is a uh, it's it's a big deal for consumerism. You know, um, I'm part, I'm religious uh, myself, so it's a big deal for other reasons. Uh, but it's a big deal kind of for most people, regardless of uh, your religious beliefs or not. So it's a kind of an exciting time, and it's nice to uh, distract ourselves from the horrors of 2020 with, you know, some, you know, some Christmas movies here and there, some Home Alone, some Charlie Brown, some Elf, some Die Hard, and uh, some sweets, you know, trying to just distract ourselves from the horrors, spend some time with family if you're able to, um, you know, taking safety precautions, of course. So I'm in a good mood. It's cold here. I live in the southeastern United States, and it's finally starting to uh, to be consistently cold. I can turn on, you know, get the fireplace going. I have a gas fireplace. I'm I'm an online podcaster, not a woodworker, so uh, I don't have like a you know freaking stove that I can throw logs into and stoke every few hours. Um, the lights are out. The tree is out. It's just. It's, it's nice to, you know, distract ourselves from, from everything going on. Um, for those of you that can't spend time with family this holiday season, uh, I'm very sorry, you know. <sighs> There's not really, like, words of condolence that you can give. Like, I know, like, a lot of my extended family is in Michigan, and, you know, we're not going to be able to see them just due to travel and um, taking safety precautions. And um, it sucks. Like, I, I don't get to see those that, fa- that family very often. Um, but... You know, we got to do what's necessary to keep those we care about safe. So I hope those of you that uh, that aren't able to spend time with family this holiday season, I hope you're doing okay and uh, distracting yourself with some uh, Christmas movie and ridiculous sweets just to try to uh, pass the time. So, yeah, I don't know where that meaningless rant really came from. Everyone's probably saying shut up. But regardless, that's kind of where my head's at. Um, Barcelona news. So... Barcelona currently sit fifth in La Liga. Uh, let me pull up the table. After wins against Levante and Real Sociedad, two very impressive wins. I, I think I would say they're impressive. You know, you could boil it down to being uh, to it's simply impressive due to the fact that Barcelona won a match in La Liga, won two matches in La Liga, and and that's impressive in of itself. Um, regardless of kind of how everything looked on the pitch. So, uh, La Liga's all kind of messed up, right? So, first place, Atletico Madrid has played 11 matches. They're sitting at 26 points. Barcelona are six points behind them with a match in hand at 20 points. Um, actually, hang on. This table might be out of date. Let me... The Google table's always a little whack. Let me make sure. I'm. Let me go to the Sky Sports site. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Okay, Barcelona do have a match in hand. They're six points behind. Second place, Real Sociedad, who Barcelona, you know, n- nicely beat, uh, has... 14 matches played, um, and they are tied with Atletico Madrid, even though they have three matches in hand. Uh, in third and fourth place are Real Madrid and Villarreal, both having played 13 matches, sitting at 26 and 22. So Barcelona are right back in the hunt in La Liga, obviously. Um, and I think that was something that I probably failed to adequately like leave the, not, not the possibility, but... I think when talking about La Liga with Emil and then um, in my solo podcast recently, I think it's been, we've talked about Barcelona's La Liga woes, but we haven't really let the door open for like, yeah, but if they just win two matches and 
Atletico and Real Sociedad just like lose one, then they're they're just kind of right there. Um, only being, they might still be nine points back, which is still significant if Atletico win their next match. However, uh, it's nice to see some form of consistency, you know, winning two matches in a row in La Liga is nevertheless impressive. Um, in the Real Sociedad match, so they win, um, they win two to one. This is the first comeback win under Ronald Koeman. Um, I think there were a lot of talking points in this match, right? So, uh, I think kind of the biggest thing, like the, I guess the two pieces that I noticed the most were Frankie de Jong and Pedri. Um, de Jong looked great in against Levante and kind of continued that success in the Real Sociedad match. I think he was someone who last season I, I was frankly like impressed by it. He was obviously still room for him to grow, but I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't as down on him as some people. And then even kind of in this, in this weird uh, um, start to this season, I didn't think he was that bad, right? Like he had his first assist against Levante and his first goal against Real Sociedad. And I don't necessarily know if those things are obviously those are, those fill up the stat sheet. Right. But I think his productivity on the pitch hasn't been, hasn't been all that bad. Like I think he's been really solid and I'm not, you know, that's not necessarily a, a boiling hot take or anything, but I think he's been really good, and it's nice to see him finding form. Uh, Pedri, uh, as as Jill put it in her her recap, stole the show. Um, he was unbelievable, just running and pressing, and creating attacking opportunities. And I think I, I have in my show notes right, like just having Pedri and Fati on the same team is just it. It's the best. Like as a football fan, as Barcelona fans, right? Like this is this is what you want. Um, it's nice signing guys like, you know, Coutinho and Suarez. Like I, I shouldn't put, I'm not saying Coutinho and Suarez are the same. I'm saying it's nice to sign those, you know, high dollar players that come in and are either very productive, like a Suarez kind of productive, like a Coutinho or, you know, or, or like a Griezmann or aren't so productive, like a Dembele, like whatever those are across the board, but it's nice to have like a Suarez or a Coutinho. Uh, but I think when you can watch someone who's so young, like a Pedri and like a Fati, create productive opportunity for themselves at Barcelona, get solid playing time under someone like Kuman. It's the best. And like regardless of how Barcelona finished in the Liga this season, I think getting to watch Pedri grow, and I'm not saying you would trade a La Liga title for seeing Pedri be successful, but I'm saying regardless of kind of the results, getting to watch someone like Pedri develop, being only 18 years old, right, and knowing that as long as Barcelona take care of him, like he's going to be someone who's going to be in our lives for a while. And that that's freaking awesome. Like that's just, that's exciting as someone who covers Barcelona. I know that's exciting for Barcelona fans. And uh, same thing with Fati, right? You know, hopefully recovers from injury and comes back. But just having this influx of youth at Barcelona that are getting playing time due to the, the first team being kind of uh, <clears throat> not, not what Barcelona are used to, right? Like that's probably, part, that's definitely part of the reason. However, I still think even if Barcelona's first team was more reliable, uh, I think some of these guys would still be breaking into that first team. And so it's it's awesome to see Pedri continue to have success, continuing to be um, someone that is just creating opportunity on the pitch and not just filling up space. So hopefully Barcelona take care of him. Hopefully he stays healthy and has just been like a really positive force um, on Barcelona to observe and to watch. 
Uh, in transfer news, <laughs> uh, Jorge Messi says he didn't meet with PSG. I wrote a little blurb about this. He posted on Instagram something about it being fake news, that he was in Argentina and that he did not, in fact, meet with PSG representatives. I believe it was in Barcelona. Let me, let me make sure I'm getting this right. Um, yeah, that he apparently did not meet with PSG representatives in Barcelona last week. He said, quote, I have been in Argentina since September, hashtag fake news. Such a dad move, right? Like the hashtag fake news just got me. That's that's great concept from Messi's father. I, uh, As I say in each blog post that I write that has anything to do with uh, Messi's family or any, you know, any Barcelona player's family, I find it hilarious. I will continue to write about it. I will continue to get excited every time I see Jill send me a link that has anything to do with Barcelona family members because it's just... As we've talked about before, it's it's the best. It's hilarious. I don't care what Jorge Messi has to say from like a from a news gathering perspective, right? Like I don't care what Jorge Messi says. Just I don't. I just find it funny, uh, and I hope that every time someone reports that Jorge Messi has been, you know, in Manchester or he was seen traveling to Milan, uh, I hope that Messi, Jorge, you know, Sir Messi comes out and uh, denounces all of the fake news that is being reported about him uh, while his son continues to like there's a collision path. Like there's a collision. Messi's on a collision course with Barcelona still, right? Like they bumped into each other this past summer. They said, hello. Uh, There were some words exchanged, some, uh, some gestures exchanged and uh, they had to continue, you know, riding in that train together. But like, we're coming up to a point where, you know, 2020 is almost over. Thank goodness. And, as 2021 begins, like we are headed towards the summer where Lionel Messi, Lionel, whatever, uh, can leave Barcelona. And I don't necessarily know if anything has changed so far that would keep him at Barcelona. <laughs> so we're headed towards a very interesting time in Barcelona. Like not that we haven't been in one. As I continually say, this is one of the best times and most interesting times to cover Barcelona. And uh, we're headed towards... The next six or seven months are going to be crazy, and I'm so excited to uh, I'm so excited to cover it. Um, last bit of news: Messi and Xavi were included in the Ballon d'Or Dream Team. Congratulations for them. Uh, Xavi was in the midfield with Pele, Maradona, and Mateus from Inter. Uh, Messi was a forward uh, with Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, and himself, of course. So yeah, that's all I got. I hope everyone has a lovely you know, holiday period as we wind up 2020, as we wrap up 2020. Uh, If you celebrate Christmas or not, I hope you get some time to hopefully, you know, take a little bit of a day or two off work, sort of reflect on what we've all been through together if if you want. If not, enjoy some hot chocolate or some eggnog or something. Stay warm, watch a good movie. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Stay safe, everybody.